referring to is God's own nature, that he's always good, that he never changes, that every move he makes is wise, that he's righteous all the time. He's faithful to his word. He has all the power, all the knowledge. You rely on these things and you say, you know, I, I, I don't understand it, but it's okay. You know, who's at the 25th anniversary thing? You know, Jeannie Wolliver, uh, you saw her, Dr. Young interviewed her. And if you don't know who that is, she, she's an adult convert. She's been a Christian about three years. Um, but you know, she's a, she's a nerd. She's a, she's a, uh, computery nerd person, technology and math and chemistry, all that kind of stuff. She's a, she's a sciencey type person. And, uh, she is exposed to, uh, Christ's love extended to some family here, right? They lost a child, the Andersons. And uh, she sees that, and it seems it's profound to her, and she, it's alluring, and she, she, it's, it's strange. She comes in, and, and one of the things she said in her interview with Dr. Young is, I don't have to have every single answer answered, I, every question answered. I don't have to. I, I, can, I, can, I can exercise faith and, and be all right. And, and um, you know, I'm an analytical person. I'm an anti-malarkey uh, anti, uh, 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 kind of guy all the time, you know. I, I don't like the baloney, um, and uh, but but I, I can't sew up everything about this God that I want to. I can't just understand everything about creation and everything about the way He operates and and the way faith works in my life. But but I can rest in who He is, and that's what uh, trials do. All right, last point: a possible parable of substitution. Now, we have to be very careful here because uh, I'm referring back to the story in Genesis 22. Nowhere in Genesis 22 and the connection in our passage here does it say, oh, the story of Isaac is a perfect parallel. It's a perfect type. It's a story that we're, that we're invited to uh, compare to Jesus Christ. And nowhere does it say that. You have to be very careful not to force it to say that. But ladies and gentlemen, you'd have to be some kind of heartless idiot not to see some, some beautiful parallels. I mean, Isaac is the only son, the, 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 the redemptive one, the, the one through whom redemption's gonna come. Isaac, the wood's put on his back and he bears the burden of, the, uh, of part of the, the, the tools of execution. I mean, come on. Um, it was a three-day journey. Now, that could just be coincidence, and I know you're gonna go, there are no coincidences with God. I know it's just a figure of speech, but uh, it could just be, it could have just happened to have been three days. Uh, but there's also belief in the resurrection. Oh, but, and, and the sacrifice, that the sacrifice would be resurrected, no doubt. So uh, there, there are some parallels there. Um, and what I'd like to show you is this, that in, in Genesis 22, 7, uh, to apply it to you, um, Isaac, you know, he's carrying the wood and the three-day journey and they leave the two guys and they go to the thing and, uh, hey, dad, where are we going? Oh, well, we're gonna go worship on the hill. And uh, he's looking around going, uh, but where's the... Where is the lamb? It's a good question, isn't it? But where is the lamb? Now you think about the Old Testament sacrificial system where they would, they would spill blood of an animal and they would cut it up and they would make it a burnt offering and they would do it again and again and again and again with lamb after lamb after lamb. What was the message being communicated? The message was this. Where's the lamb, like the final lamb? Where's the lamb ultimately that really will deal with sin? Where's the lamb? Well, John the Baptist tells us, behold, the lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. 
Everything points to this Christ. Everything points to the ultimate lamb. Um, You may be asking in your own souls, where is the thing that's going to overcome the entanglements in my heart? Where is the thing that's going to help my life? Where is the spiritual element that everybody seems to be searching for on this earth? Searching for some kind of meaning, some kind of answers, some kind of way of thinking ultimately about human existence. Where is it? That's all the same question, ladies and gentlemen. Where is the lamb? Where's the, where's the Superman? Where's the one who's going to save us ultimately? Well, he's the one who promised to save. And he's the one who had your name precisely on his mind. Uh, it is this God who sent Jesus Christ, who died on the cross um, for sinners, for individual sinners, for you, friend. That means your trials are not worthless, but uh, they're God refining you and proving to your soul the validity of your faith in this Savior. Let's pray. Father, we're humble before you, and uh, it's, it's good to be humble before you. You're full of mystery. We can't understand um, you because you're eternal, and uh, all of your excellences are eternal. Uh, infinite and infinitely shown, infinitely revealed, and you'll never be fully figured out. We just can't do it. We're, we're limited creatures, and we thank you that you've communicated to us in a way that we can understand. Um, might our souls um, read situations like this, even hard uh, to understand situations about trials, and might we see that you are the one who is proving to our own souls that you're the saving God, Uh, Prove it again and again, Lord. Give us the grace to um, trust you, maneuver our way through this life. We pray it for your glory. We pray it in Jesus' name. Um, Show us the lamb. Amen. Thanks, everybody.